Hey everybody, this is Karis Frigi, and this is a daily devotional podcast where I will read a portion of scripture, a new one every day, and then share some thoughts that I've written on it. I hope it encourages you. Good morning. It is February the 22nd, and we are going to read Psalm 22. As a disclaimer, I feel a little intimidated to do any sort of talking about Psalm 22 because it is a very rich passage and a lot of people have done much more justice basically on today's Psalm and tomorrow's Psalm than I will do. But I'm just offering my thoughts, hopefully to bring freedom to you to study it and to think about it on your own. But Psalm 22 is really, it's a messianic Psalm, um, which means that King David might've been writing about events in his own life, but many people think that he was actually having what's what would be like a prophetic moment. The Holy Spirit was showing him what Jesus would suffer on the cross. And so these lines, um, although they were written back then, sound like the cross. So we'll get into that when I share some of my thoughts. But for right now, we're just going to read the psalm. It says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me and from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer. And by night, but I find no rest. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. In you our fathers trusted, they trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried and were rescued. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by mankind and despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They make mouths at me. They wag their heads. He trusts in the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him, for he delights in him. Yet you are he who took me from the womb. You made me trust you at my mother's breast. On you I was cast from my birth, and from my mother's womb you have been my God. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, and there is none to help. Many bulls encompass me, strong bulls of Bashan surround me. They open wide their mouths at me, like a ravening and roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax, it is melted within my breast. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to my jaws. You lay me in the dust of death, for dogs encompass me. A company of evildoers encircles me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. They stare and gloat over me. They divide my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. But you, O Lord, do not be far off. O you, my help, come quickly to my aid. Deliver my soul from the sword, my precious life from the power of the dog. Save me from the mouth of the lion. You have rescued me from the horns of the wild oxen. I will tell of your name to my brothers. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you offspring of Jacob, glorify him and stand in awe of him, all you offspring of Israel. For he has not despised or abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, and he has not hidden his face from him, but he has heard when he cried to him. From you comes my praise in the great congregation. My vows I will perform before those who fear him. The afflicted shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations shall worship before you. For kingship belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. 
all the prosperous of the earth eat and worship. Before him shall bow all who go down to the dust, even the one who could not keep himself alive. Posterity shall serve him. It shall be told of the Lord to the coming generation. They shall come and proclaim his righteousness to a people yet unborn, that he has done it. So that is the end of Psalm 22. There is messianic prophecy in this psalm. If that's a strange phrase for you, it's enough to know that David wrote lines that are eerily similar to the scene of Jesus's crucifixion hundreds of years before the Romans even invented crucifixion. The lines of these psalms, prophetic in nature, speak to the way the Holy Spirit, who sees the scope of all time in a single glance, can speak to a man about times ahead and current times in one sitting. The first line says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The opening abrupt line of this psalm was cried out from the cross. Jesus, son of God, quoting the words of David. We can only assume that these psalms did for Jesus what they so often do for us. Provide hope, provide language for our hearts, provide fodder for worship. Why are you so far from saving me and from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer, and by night, but I find no rest. David, Jesus, groaning, groaning and wondering where God the Father is while they are in trouble. This is the fear of every heart, to call and to find no answer. David goes on to say, Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. In you our fathers trusted, they trusted, and you delivered them. To you they cried and were rescued. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. But here we see that David is remembering, remembering how God once answered. Bill Johnson says, If you can't see and you can't hear, you can always remember. What he did for us once can stir our hearts to ask again. He says in the psalm, But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by mankind and despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They make mouths at me. They wag their heads. He trusts in the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him, for he delights in him. Is this how Jesus felt on the cross? Does this provide us insights into what those last hours of his precious life were made up of? Mocking, despair, God in flesh saying he felt like a worm and not a man? all that for love of us. David goes on, yet you are he who took me from the womb. You made me trust you at my mother's breast and on you I was cast from my birth and from my mother's womb you've been my God. Be not far from me for trouble is near and there is none to help. So Jesus, son of Mary and Joseph, from his earliest days trusted the Father, trusted and practiced devotion as an example for us. Truly he was the firstborn of many brethren. And here we find in the next lines the painful scene at Golgotha. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within my breast. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to my jaws. You lay me in the dust of death, for dogs encompass me. A company of evildoers encircles me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. They stare and gloat over me. They divide my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. But you, O Lord, do not be far off. The bones out of joint, the tongue parched, behold, I thirst, and the casting of lots for his cloak. Did Jesus ever study this psalm before his death and feel the depth of despair this moment represented for him? But as always, at the end, we find a wonderful rescue and a redemption awaiting. 
that joy that was set before him, which allowed him to endure the cross, like Hebrew says. He says, you have rescued me from the horns of wild oxen. I will tell of your name to my brothers. By the way, we are those brothers. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. For he has not despised or abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, and he has not hidden his face from him, but has heard when he cried to him. The afflicted shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. In the message version, we see the curtain pulled back later on in the psalm. The end of the age on display. It says all the power mongers are before him worshiping. All the poor and powerless too, worshiping. Along with those who never got it together, worshiping. I could rest my heart in that little phrase, along with those who never got it together, worshiping. After the forsaken feeling, after the pain, after the cross, comes the rescue, comes the redemption, comes every knee bowing and worshiping. Jesus is Lord. Our children and their children will get in on this as the word is passed along from parent to child. Babies not yet conceived will hear the good news that God does what he says. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. If you want to, it would be a great thing. Um, And what I have done is to go back to the end of almost every gospel. Well, yes, every gospel. Uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And you can actually read the crucifixion accounts. Um, It's amazing how they line up and how each one kind of brings a new detail, a new dimension that actually is found in the psalm that we just read. So um, it would be a wonderful thing to read those. And don't just stop at the crucifixion because you have to get to the resurrection, right? That's the point. If Jesus died and wasn't raised from the dead, like Paul says, then we're all believing in foolishness. The point is that he rose and that he not only rose, but that he is at the right hand of God. And at, at his name, like Philippians says, every knee will bow and every tongue confesses. Every, every knee bows before him. So that's what I would encourage you to do today. Hope you have a great day.